You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello one, hello all, welcome in. Take a seat. You're just in time for a special double shot of spot. It's your spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because nobody else will. My apologies for not getting an episode out last week between having to watch The Kid on Monday so my dad could deal with the stuff I talked about on the AEW Rundown last week, and then getting called into work on Tuesday, it just wasn't in the cards. So this week we're doing the double shot and covering both episodes from the last two weeks. Last time on the show, Blair Davenport debuted, Trent Seven beat up Eddie Dennis, but then got beaten up by Symbiosis, then Tyler Bates showed up with nunchucks. Also, Mark Andrews earned Subculture a tag team title shot by defeating Lewis Howley in one-on-one competition. This week's first episode will feature a face-to-face between Ilya Dragunov and Valter before their rematch at TakeOver 36, thanks to that uh, conveniently timed hand injury suffered by the champion. So let's dive in. This is the July 15th, twenty. 21 episode of NXT UK. We open with an in-memoriam graphic for Paul Orndorff, then to the opening video. Immediately from there, we go to Triple H. He talks about how amazing the original Volter versus Ilya Dragunov match was, it wasn't, and says next week we'll finally see the long-awaited rematch. About that. Anyway, he talks about how long Volter's reign has been and how intense Ilya is. He says they're proud to bring the match to the world. And we go to the ring, where Sid Scala is overseeing the face-to-face. Except they're not face-to-face, they're seated behind a huge table facing the hard cam. The front ropes from the ring have been removed, somehow. This is actually a press conference. Okay. Alex McCarthy presents the first question, asking Walter if he believes his historic reign is under threat. Walter does not believe this. The crowd noise here is a bit much. Walter says the difference between the two of them is that he is in this for the greater good, the reputation and tradition of this great sport. It is an honor for him to represent professional wrestling. Ilya is a fantastic athlete, but he doesn't have the ability to step up to Walter's level. Ace is next. That's his name. Just Ace. He asks Ilya what he's learned since he lost to Walter the first time. Ilya, who seems very sad, says he's had some very dark days. He says something rambly about failures and learning. He says failures like this don't hurt physically, like a strike, but they hurt mentally and caused him to lose control. Weird answer. Alistair McGeorge now. He asks both men what to expect next week. Ilya says expect brutality and intensity. Expect redefined violence. He then says that he'll win. Ilya continues to ramble until Walter interrupts him. Walter says he redefines the entire sport every time he steps in the ring. He calls Ilya a fraud, says he's not man enough, says he's not on Walter's level. 
All Ilya is is show, trying to grab attention. Walter starts yelling in German. Ilya refuses to look at him. Ilya says he thought it was enough last time, but it wasn't. He might be crying. Ilya says his respect for Walter is gone. All he has for Walter now is hate. They do actually go face to face finally, and Ilya says he hates Walter for, on purpose, breaking something inside of him. Ilya promises to break Walter next week and leave as NXT UK champion. They go forehead to forehead, and we fade to black. Sure. To a video from Subculture, they talk about being former NXT Tag Team Champions and how next week they'll become Tag Team Champions again. When we come back from break, Nigel welcomes us back. Tonight, we've got two championship matches as Mako Satomura defends against Amel and Tyler Bate defends the Heritage Cup against Mark Coffey. Joy. But first, it's Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. We get replays of the violence from Teoman and Rohan Raja from a couple of weeks ago because that's who they're facing. Teoman and Raja get a Goldman box to promise to win by any means necessary. Carter yells at Teoman. The referee rings the bell with all four men still in the ring, and Ashton charges with a shoulder block to take Teoman down. Off the ropes, and Ashton hits a jumping knee to the jaw, then a punch to the gut. Teoman fails to Irish whip Smith a couple of times and gets suplexed for it, and he quickly tags out. Raja wants Carter, so Ashton Smith complies. Carter comes in hot and beats Raja to the mat. Big jumping sidekick gets a two-count when Teoman makes the save. Uranage by Raja gets a two-count, and we fight back to the corner so Teoman can tag in. Some stomps in the corner, then up for a snapmare and a kick to the spine. Teoman tags out. Carter tries to fight back, but eats another knee to the gut. Big suplex by Raja, and that's a two. Raja with an armbar on the mat, and he grinds his knuckles into the ribs. Kind of like an abdominal stretch. Teoman back in, and they both lay boots in in the corner. Hammerlock knee to the shoulder, and Teoman tags out. Raja wrenches the arm and tags out, and there's more boots. Carter fires up, but can't make it back to his corner for the tag. Teoman wants the crossface, but Carter fights it, so Teoman just stomps on the arm. Raja back in. Carter fights out of the Samoan drop position and finally gets the tag, as does Raja. Smith with a huge clothesline to Teoman, then one for Rohan. Sit-out Death Valley driver gets a two-count on Teoman. Teoman to his corner, but Raja's not there. Smith sent face first into the buckle, then Raja makes the tag. Double-team offense into a sky high from Raja, and that's a two-count. Smith backdrops out of a suplex and tags Carter. Back and forth we go, and Carter finally with the German and the superkick, and that's a two-count. Smith tags back in. They kind of hit a doomsday cutter. It looked like shit, though. And Raja drags his partner to the floor. Smith with a big dive. Then back in the ring, Carter nails an axe kick on Raja. He wants a springboard, but Teoman pulls the legs out. Teoman with the crossface, and Oliver Carter taps out. You know what? That was a good tag match. I enjoyed that. We get replays, we get posing, and we talk to Sid Scala about a kid. Sid doesn't know anything. Kid comes out of the doctor's room in a full leg brace. Sid asks for an update. Kid says he's sick and tired of Devlin. That's the update. Kid demands a 30-minute Iron Man match with Devlin as soon as he's able. Sid says he'll make it happen, and we go to a video from Afa Valkyrie. She talks to Ginny. She's here to be the best, and she'll climb over whoever she has to to get there. After a break, Pretty Deadly talk about subculture. They run this division. Subculture are champions of the past, and that's where they'll remain. To the ring for Amel, because it is women's title time. The bell rings, and we get introductions. They don't call Mako the final boss, and I'm not sure why. The referee holds the title high, as Andy ponders if Amel can become the first French champion in WWE history. I'm going to go way out on a limb here and say no. They lock up, and Mako backs them all to the ropes. There's a break, and Mako hits a kick. Another lockup, Mako with a headlock takeover. Amal turns that into a pin for one, and Mako rolls it right back over. 
Drop toehold by Mako, then back into the headlock. This is transitioned into a leg lock, and Amel grabs the hair to break free. She hurls Mako into the buckles and continues to pull the hair. Mako blocks another corner shot, and we're back to a side headlock. Off the ropes, and I have no idea what that was, but it got a two. I think maybe it was a shoulder block, but there was really no contact whatsoever. Mako with an abdominal stretch on the mat. She turns this into a pinning situation for two. Amel hurled into the corner. She reverses the whip and sends Mako hard face first into the bottom buckle. Amel with a drop kick, and that's a one count. Irish whip by Amel turned into a European uppercut from Mako. She keeps the arm and hits a series of kicks. That gets a two. Off the ropes for a flying forearm from Mako. A kick sends Amel down again and again. Amel screams off two more kicks but sells the next three, and that's a two count. A kick is caught and countered. Broski boot from Amel, then a page turner, and that's a two. We trade forearms to the face, then Amel's Irish whip is countered with a pele. Amel with a big pump kick to the face. Mako returns with a roundhouse to the head, and that's a two. Mako with a series of strikes, then he is caught into a spine buster from Amel. That's a two. Amel screams, and we go back and forth. Huge DDT from the champ, then the cartwheel knee to the back of the neck. Scorpio rising from Mako, and that's the end of that. Couple of rough spots here, but overall another good match. Mako again has to confirm with the referee that he counted to three, despite the fact that her theme song is currently playing, and we go to replays. Mako celebrates, she yells something at us, and we go to break. We come back for breaking news. Immediately after their face-to-face, there was a backstage altercation between Walter and Ilya. Walter suffered a severe injury to his left hand, and as such, next week's match is postponed. More information forthcoming. Also next week, the Connorses on Supernova Sessions. Right now, however, it is main event time. Tyler Bate defending the Heritage Cup against Mark Coffey. Yay. We get the introductions. There are still no names engraved on the cup. They go over the rules on commentary, but don't put the graphic on the screen, so that's a plus. Seven polishes the cup, and round one begins. We circle, we lock up, and Bate gets back to the ropes. Coffee with the clean break, and we lock up again. Coffee with the wrist, Tyler trying to break free, but Coffee not giving up the hold. Bate finally reverses it, Coffee takes the legs, Bate gets to the ropes, and we get a break. To Knuckles we go, Coffee takes the wrist again, we dance around in circles, and finally Bate falls over. Bate breaks free, gets the headlock off the ropes, and we bang shoulders. Coffee catches the crossbody, we grapple, Tyler rolls an arm drag into a headlock, and the bell rings. Round two begins, and we lock up. Hammerlock by Coffee, reversed, and immediately re-reversed again. Bait with his standard leg-based reversal system, but Coffee immediately reverses it back once more. We run around, and the momentum sends Coffee to the floor, where he's drop-kicked when he tries to return, and then drop-kicked again. Off the ropes, and the schoolboy gets a two. Victory roll-esque Boston Crab reversal by Bait gets a three, and that's your first fall. Round three, and we lock up. Coffee with a waistlock takedown into a side headlock. He grinds it in. Bait sends him off the ropes, and Coffee nails a shoulder block. Back and forth, Bate with a headbutt to the gut. Coffee turns Bate's wacky line into a backdrop, then a hard elbow to the jaw. Side Russian leg sweep, and that's a two count for Coffee. Bate flips out of a back suplex and hits a knee to the face. He leaps into nothing and gets kicked out of the air. A running forearm to the jaw, and Coffee pins Bate to even the score. Round four, Bate is backed into the corner for strikes. Bate turns it around, off the ropes for another headbutt, and a double jumping knee gets a two. Coffee with a sit-out side slam for a two count. A half Nelson by Coffee. The slam is turned into a crucifix by Bate for two. Bate with an exploder suplex, which defies physics if you think about it. Running shooting star gets a two count for Bate. Bate with the airplane spin, which doesn't make a lot of sense in this match because it seems like it would just waste time. Both men are dizzy, but Coffee is able to hit the half Nelson slam this time. Clothesline in the corner by Coffee, but Bate, dakes the, but Bate ducks the diving bulldog. 
Bate rebounds out of the corner, and they crack heads, and both men are down as the bell rings. Round five, Coffee is still wobbly. Bate takes the leg but gets kicked off. Coffee throws him into the turnpost, and that's a two-count. Off the ropes, but Bate ducks the kick and hits the fist. Bate nails the wacky line, then the somersault kick. Bate hits the Tyler Driver 97, and that's the end of that. Uh, Seven retrieves the cup for Tyler, and we go to replays. All four men in the ring. Bate offers the handshake. Coffee takes it. Seven and Wolfgang kind of fist bump. Seven fist bumps. Coffee. Gallus, peace out. Mustache Mountain pose. And we go off the air. I enjoyed this episode, honestly. Even the Heritage Cup match. None of the matches in this episode were bad. None of them dragged at all. This was a very solid episode from top to bottom. I still honestly doubt the veracity of this hand injury. I think they just realized how bigger the match would be and feel at TakeOver as opposed to next week's regular old episode of NXT UK and had to come up with a reason for it to be moved. (sighs) Let's take it to this week's episode, July 22nd, 2021. We open with a report on Walter's injury. Andy says Walter suffered a broken left hand and promises we'll learn more about what the future holds for the match. Plus, there will be a tag title match. Subculture attempt to become the first ever two-time NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Then your opening video. Andy welcomes us to the beautiful BT Sports Studios and then throws it to Sid Scala, who's in the ring. Sid again states that Volter is injured and unable to defend the NXT title. NXT management have been in discussions and he throws it to them. They are William Regal, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, who make the official announcement that the match will actually take place at TakeOver 36 on August 22nd. Backstage, we see subculture warming up, and then we go to break. When we come back, it's symbiosis. They yell at Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. They threaten to end Seven's career. In the ring is Laura DiMatteo. Tonight, she loses to Nina Samuels, who has a new entrance graphic. The bell rings, and we circle. We lock up, and Nina takes the arm. Laura is able to go under and take the legs. She floats to the head, and Nina takes the arm back with a hammerlock. DiMatteo reverses. Samuels cartwheels out of that and takes DiMatteo down. DiMatteo blocks a magistral and gets a two-count. Magistral, whatever. Nina then just goes, fuck ham. Samuels with a bow and arrow submission, really focusing on the lower back. She hurls Laura face first into the buckles, then a neck snap. She drives the knee into the spine. DiMatteo fights free but gets body slammed. She drops out of a full Nelson and awkwardly gets a victory roll for two. Irish whip to the corner. DiMatteo avoids the charge and gets a schoolboy for two. Sunset flip by DiMatteo gets a two count into the corner, and Samuels drives her shoulder into the gut. Nina puts DiMatteo up top, but DiMatteo comes off with a loose Hurricane Rana. DiMatteo fires up, hits an Enzigiri. The yeah, close enough. The Tornado DDT is blocked, and Samuels with a pair of backbreakers. Drop kick to the back, then a modified GTS, and that's the end of DiMatteo. This was not great. Pretty sloppy in some spots. From there, we go to a video from Teoman talking about family once again. He calls Raja his brother. Raja appears and talks about their bond. Teoman says it's a choice between respect and fear. Sure. Back from breaks as uh, Zaya Brookside attempts to make an online dating video. She's interrupted by Blair Davenport, who gives her shit. Blair says Zaya is only known because of her daddy's last name. Zaya leaves, and we go to the Supernova Sessions. So that happened. Noam welcomes us in and apologizes for the delay between episodes. Hey, that sounds familiar. But he's been having a hot boy summer. He makes other pop culture references I do not understand and then brings out Ginny and Joseph Connors. They are not happy with the accommodations. Noam gives Ginny a pillow to sit on on the plastic chair. Noam asks Ginny for her phone number, then says he's a bit of a fashionista himself. 
Then he hits on her again. She calls him cheap. Noam then asks if Ginny and Joseph are dating. A weird little video plays as Joseph answers. They are sick of the question, but also kind of refuse to answer it. Noam says it's professional, not personal, so he hits on Ginny again. He tries to end the show, but Ginny says she's not done. She talks to Afa Valkyrie, says she always watches from a distance because she's scared and fragile. Ginny knows that Afa would never say anything directly to her face because Afa knows that she will be the one that destroys her. Noam pimps his shirt, and we go to pretty deadly warming up in the back. We come back to a video on Rampage Brown and the rubber match with Joe Coffey. Still no word on when that's happening, but Rampage promises to win. In the ring is Tristan Archer. He's about to lose to Joseph Connors. The bell rings and we circle. They lock up. Connors takes Archer down by the wrist. Archer takes the legs and Connors sprawls to the ropes as Shepard talks about how they grew up in the same area and Connors seems to have forgotten the rough-and-tumble middle-class background he came from. Archer nails a big clothesline, but then gets one himself. Connors with a neck snap, some strikes in the corner, then a hard short-arm clothesline gets a two-count. Snapmare from Connors, then a springboard knee to the face for two. We fight against the ropes, then Archer gets a jawbreaker. Connors with a boot to the head, and that's not a cover because the shoulder is up. Connors opts for a roll-up instead, and that's a one. Connors drops some pointed elbows and then just wrenches at the chin. We slug it out in the middle of the ring. We fight back to a corner, then Connors blocks a suplex. Across we go. Connors gets Enzigiri to then a springboard something, possibly a codebreaker. We trade leverage pins. Archer with an emerald fusion, I believe, for two. Archer runs into a boot but nails a clothesline. He wants a GTS, but the knee is caught. Connors rolls him around, then hits a quick DDT and the straight jacket neckbreaker known as the Hierarchy for a pinfall victory. To replays we go, then Afa Valkyrie appears behind the barricade at the entrance. She hops over and gets face-to-face with Ginny to present her with a feather. The invisible crowd loves this. Afa's theme plays, she poses, Ginny crushes the feather while Afa just stands there posing, and we go backstage to Jordan Devlin leaving Sid's office so the disembodied voice can ask him about the Iron Man match. Devlin says a kid is the dumbest person on the planet for requesting this match with a bum leg. He promises to actually finish A-Kid's career this time, and we go to Dave Mastiff earlier this week at the Performance Center. He is approached by Jack Stars, who thanks him for his help. Dave says there's more to come, and we go to break. That was fucking weird. Mustache Mountain, when we return, the disembodied voice asks them about symbiosis. They accept a match with symbiosis, and it is subculture time. I think this is the main event? The bell rings, Stoker starting with Webster, lock up, Webster driven back into Deadly's corner, but nothing happens. Wastelock takedown by Stoker, Morgan comes out with a weird arm drag, atomic drop by Stoker, then another. Morgan counters with some knees to the face, but he gets elbowed in the kidney. Webster tags out and they double suplex Stoker, Stoker takes Howley and all four face off, but nothing happens. Howley and Andrews lock up and Andrews gets shoved into the corner. Andrews with the side headlock off the ropes and a shoulder block by Howley. Andrews with a running Hurricane Rana, then Howley just tosses him. He throws Andrews out of the ring, then tosses Morgan into the ring. They try to double-team, but fail, then Andrews cross-bodies them both from the top. Subculture tossed pretty deadly to the floor, and Howley taunts Danny Luna. He eats an elbow from Andrews and gets thrown back into the ring. Splash by Andrews gets a two, and Howley tags out. He hits a big DDT on Andrews, and they pose. Stoker knocks Morgan to the floor, and they both stomp Andrews in the corner. This gets a one with a rope break. Neck crank by Stoker, then a big forearm in the corner. Howley tags back in and whips Andrew's chest first to the buckles for two. He stands on Andrew's throat, and then Stokers smushes Andrew's head into the ring apron outside. We fight on the floor. Andrew's gets tossed back into the ring. Stoker telegraphs, and Andrew's gets a kick and some forearms. A kickoff sends Stoker into Howley for the tag, and Howley prevents Andrew's from tagging out. Stoker back in for a double shoulder block, then a leg drop splash combo. This gets a two. 
Howley back in for a big slam and an elbow drop. That gets a one. Rear chin lock by Howley. Andrews fights out, counters the double team, gets a victory roll, and finally makes the hot tag to Webster. Webster with a big clothesline and a kick to the jaw for Stoker. Howley gets drop kicked off the apron, then a butterfly face buster gets a two count on Stoker. Stoker reverses a suplex. Morgan drops to his feet and gets elbowed. Webster flips out of a German, then gets a Hurricane Rana out of nowhere on Howley. Both members of Pretty Deadly on the floor for a double somersault tope. Webster hurls Howley back into the ring for a moonsault, and that's a two. Howley counters something into a snake eyes. Then he gets headbutted in the jaw and tags out. Stoker gets dropped. Webster tags out and gets a code red uh, for a two, thanks to the referee literally not counting and waiting for the shoulder to come up. Andrews gets dropped throat first on the top rope. Webster gets clotheslined inside out. Howley tags in and catapults Stoker into a code breaker for a two. That was actually pretty cool looking, though a little nonsensical. Stoker back in, and Webster avoids the double team and tags out. Double knee side over... Double knee slide overhead kick from Andrews, and he takes it to Stoker. Stoker gets the tag on the roll-up attempt. Tandem gut buster, then a double team maneuver that got fucked all to hell somehow. And Webster breaks the pin at two. Stoker tags back in. Howley gets low bridged by Webster. Stun dog by Andrews, and he tags out. Combo rising knee. Poison Rana gets a two count that Howley almost breaks up, but not really. Howley gets DDT'd on the floor by Andrews. We trade leverage pins in the ring, and a massive running knee from Webster turns Stoker inside out. Andrews tags in, but Howley pulls Stoker out from under the shooting star press. Webster dives but gets caught and dumped over the barricade. Danny tends to Webster. Stoker brawls with Andrews. Howley grabs a title and it gets tossed into the ring. The referee removes that, and Stoker and Howley spill some milk and retain their titles. Shepard says this was controversial, but I really don't see how. Pretty Deadly hold their titles aloft in the entrance following replays, and that's how we go off the air. I definitely think last week's episode was better than this week's. There were some rough spots this week, especially in the women's match. And I don't need this nobody going toe-to-toe with an established superstar, even if that established superstar is Joseph Connors. Whatever. Anyway, next week they didn't announce anything officially, but they did talk about the Iron Man match, Coffee versus Rampage 3, and Ginny versus Apha, so I'd expect at least one of those to happen. Until then, however, I thank you, as always, for joining me this week. Be safe. Stay sane. Be kind to one another. I will talk to you again soon, but as for now, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling follow us on twitter at rundownnetwork like us on facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to instagram or youtube and look for rundownwrestling follow us on twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling and you can also follow our host adam on twitch.tv slash the sales effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>